This is the Barbecue Central Radio Show, which is recorded live each Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Barbecue Central Radio Show is being brought to you by The Barbecue Guru, the original creators of automatic temperature control devices, now offering four different models for you to choose from. Rest easy knowing that The Barbecue Guru is controlling your temperature so you can get on with your life. Visit BBQGuru.com or call 800-288-GURU for more information. And by Fred's Music and Tasty Licks BBQ Supply, your online barbecue and grilling superstore. From cookers to grills, wood chips and chunks, and everything in between, also be sure to try the Tasty Licks barbecue brand of rubs and sauces. Check Fred out online at TastyLicksBBQ.com. And by Stephen DeFranco Jewelers. Located in beautiful Willoughby, Ohio, Stephen DeFranco Jewelers is a family-owned and operated business looking to service the great folks of the barbecue and grilling world. Get free shipping and big discounts by mentioning my name and the term Barbecue Brother. Check out their inventory by visiting stephendefranco.com. And by Butcher Barbecue, with 30 years of experience in retail, wholesale, meat markets, food service, and customer service. Using that experience, everything they do and sell at Butcher's Barbecue comes from real-world knowledge. Check out their award-winning spices, sauces, marinades, and injections by visiting ButcherBBQ.com. Always trust your butcher. And by Green Mountain Grills. Discover something you'll really, really love. Grilling with pellets. Green Mountain Pellet Grills are the top of the line, best of the best, but not the highest in price. And be sure to check out all of their flavor rubs, sauces, and pellets for the Green Mountain Grill all on their website. Visit GreenMountainGrills.com to peruse the entire product's portfolio. And by Barbecuer's Delight Wood Pellets. Two-thirds oak, one-third flavor wood, giving you that perfect combination of BTU burn and sweet, succulent smoke you're looking to get all over your meat. A wide variety of flavors, so please go to the website to check it out and get yours today. Barbecuer's Delight, which is bbqrsdelight.com. And by JP Custom Smoke, a competitive barbecue team out of Wichita, Kansas, manufacturing the highest quality barbecue rubs on the market today. Looking to increase your competition scores? Looking to get the hearty high fives and hand clasps at the neighborhood barbecues? Look no further than JP Custom Smoke. In the market for a high-quality offset wood-burning barbecue pit, JP Custom Smoke has years of experience building high-quality, fully customizable, and extremely fuel-efficient barbecue pits. Visit jpcustomsmoke.com for more information. This is Jim Minion from Two Loose Screws. I'm listening to Barbecue Central. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Good evening, and welcome to the really big Barbecue Central Show. Oh, it's the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. 
Broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio, rapidly becoming known as the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evening. Two ways to get in touch with the show tonight in case you want to do it. Rarely does anybody. But just in case, it's a toll-free call, 877-448-0433. You can also email the show at any point if you want to, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Those are your two bits of contact information. Everything else about the show can be found at the website, thebbqcentralshow.com. Here's what's happening tonight, in case you didn't get the newsletter today. By the way, you can head right over to the main address website, sign up for that newsletter if you would care to. There's a couple hundred spots left. Once that's filled up, it's over. Only a thousand spots for that newsletter, and then things are going to change dramatically. I don't even want to talk about that too much. Uh, coming up in about 13 minutes from now, first timer to the show and the creator of the Barbecue Marketing Masters class, which will be held this Thursday, Jennifer Brand, Brand Solutions. Brand Marketing Solutions. We'll talk about that. Uh, 35 past the hour of 9 o'clock. I uh, had him on years ago, back when the best of the best, do you remember the best of the best barbecue competition? He was uh, one of the creators of that. Also, the editor and publisher and owner and janitor of the National Barbecue News. We welcome back Cal Phelps to the show. And then we'll move on to the second hour, 1014, 1035. An Emmy Award winning producer. You know him, you love him. Widely considered to be the guy when it comes to barbecue television. John Marcus will be joining It's a jammed pack show, as always, and we're more than happy to have you jump aboard should you see fit. Once again, 877-448-0433. You can also email the show if you want to do that. Hey, look, the show is on live right now. If you could take out one second of your life, uh, do a group or a mass email, let everybody know the show is on, hook them up with the links. Video feed can be found at OutdoorCookingChannel.com, or if you have Roku, go to the Roku Store or the Roku App Store, download Outdoor Cooking Channel app, and then choose the live streaming option right through the Roku. You can watch it right on your big screen. Uh, You can also Facebook it out, uh, audio file only, TheBBQCentralShow.com. You can also stream on your smart devices through the TuneIn Radio app. Number ways to get it. I still have a phone number that you could actually call if you... Don't have any other way of listening to the show live, but you're by a phone all the time. There's a number that goes out on the newsletter each and every week. You can dial in and listen via phone. It's crazy. Uh, if you're not familiar with Roku, it's a little you know, box device in competition with the uh, Apple TV. And it's uh, IP television, internet protocol television. Works over your wireless signal in your house. So pretty much any store with an electronics department has it. Or you can go to Roku, R-O-K-U dot com. And uh, it's a fun way to consume the show. Uh, also, don't forget, if you're watching on the, uh, whatchamacallit, on, on the uh, computer screen still, like that's the old way to do it now, uh, make sure you have the latest version of Flash. Uh, click on the link in the chat room that says if you can't see or, uh, you know, go to Adobe and make sure that you have the very latest version of Flash. You might think you do. It's a good chance that you don't because the, upstate, uh, the updates don't always happen through uh, Windows updates and all that stuff. Uh, so make sure that you do have the newest Flash player version, so you can see everything on OutdoorCookingChannel.com. Hey, quick announcement. We all know Diane Me here. Uh, she takes part in the chat room each and every week. Uh, this past weekend in North Bend, Oregon, I said that state right, by the way. It's not Oregon. It's Oregon. Lake House Barbecue took their first grand championship. Boom. Diane bringing it. And a 694 to win it to boot. 
How about that? 694. Big score now. 31 total teams at this event, also beating out the very popular Mo Quezon from Ponderosa Barbecue as well. Way to go, D. You go, girl. Get that first grade championship. That's crazy. You know, at various points on this show, we have talked about barbecue in other countries, specifically on probably three or four different occasions. We've talked about it in England. Maybe you didn't know that this past weekend there was a KCBS-sanctioned event that took place in the Netherlands this past weekend. Now, you're asking yourself, does the show Karma jump the pond and help loyal centralites win that live in the Netherlands? Folks, you know the answer. Yes, pitmaster of lowland smokers, Frank Van Vert, and his team won the event. And now, not only do they get the prestige of you know, winning the event, they also qualify for the Jack Daniels World Championship. They qualify for the American Royal Invitational. It's a qualifier for the World Food Championships in 2014 in Las Vegas. Man, bragging rights. Of course, they can say they're the best damn barbecue cooks in the Netherlands. That's prize enough for most. Uh, this country, aside from bringing what, uh, besides bringing you what appears to be some really great barbecue po- uh, cooks in lowland smokers, has also brought you such great items like Amstel Light, Heineken, legalizing hookers, and of course, weed coffee shops. boy, Frank. If you are listening live right now, you can just call in whenever you want. It's probably 4 o'clock in the morning over there. Uh, way to get after it, team. Uh, Lowland Smokers winning the KCBS-sanctioned event in the Netherlands. How many people even been to the Netherlands? People know that there wasn't things that came out of there aside from Amstel Light, Heineken, weed, and hookers. My kind of place. All right, so like two weeks ago in the open, we talked a bit about... Uh, local celebrity here in Cleveland, Charles Ramsey, because he found or, or was a part and parcel finding the uh, three girls that had ended up uh, being kidnapped for 10-plus years. That spawned roughly 100 or so emails over the course of the last two weeks asking me, because I did play you know a little bit of his interview. I also played a, an interview with Sweet Brown. You recall Sweet Brown. And... That inspired a bunch of emails to me saying, hey, did you see the Charles Ramsey auto-tune? Did you see the Sweet Brown auto-tune? I mean, come on, man. You know who I am. You know where I live. Now, I've seen him. For those that haven't, let me show you these internet web gems, classics. I believe first loaded is uh, Charles, and then we'll, we'll go to Sweet Brown. You tell me who's better. I'm talking with Charles Ramsey. He's a neighbor. Uh, t- walk me through again what happened this afternoon. I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran to a black man's arms. Then I gave away. My neighbor got big testicles because we see this dude every day. We eat ribs with this dude. But we didn't have a clue that that girl was in that house. She said, please help me get out. Then give away. Then give away. Then give away. Then give away. Give away, 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 give away,
saw him open the door, we can't get in that way. The body can't fit through the door, only your hand. So we kick, kick, kick the bottom. And she comes out and she says, it's some old girls up in that house. Call 911. And they called him at McDonald's. I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms. They give away. They give away. All right, so there is Charles Rant. Classic. Now my favorite, Sweet Brown. Oh, Lord, Jesus is a fire. Oh, no. Jesus, 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 oh, 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 Jesus, wait, Jesus. Wait, wait. We got to start back over. Here we go. One resident describes her horrifying experience when she first realized the complex was on fire. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. There she is, Sweet Brown. Oh, come on. Are you kidding me? Sweet Brown doesn't get any better than that. Sweet Brown? You can find him on YouTube yourself. Just don't think for one second that I haven't seen, especially things that are happening here in Cleveland. You know I've seen them. All right, uh, Jennifer Brand coming up out of the break. First, let me talk to you quickly about Tasty Licks Barbecue Supply, trusted online retailer, longtime supporter of this show. I just spoke with Fred a few days ago, and he wanted me to make sure I got this out to all of you. All of you? Tasty Licks now carries Kamado Joe cookers, Meadow Creek cookers, spices, sauces, and accessories. Much of these items are in stock and ready to ship to you directly. Right? You've been looking for Oak Ridge brines and rubs? Have you been looking for the complete line of Plowboys rubs and sauces? How about Smoke on Wheels products? Tasty Licks has them all, of course. You know by now that Tasty Licks Barbecue is your big green egg headquarters, including many items for the egg that you can't get anywhere else. And these big green egg items are in stock. Also, Tasty Licks Barbecue Supply now carrying Harry Sue's new chicken rub. This particular rub is the same one that helped him win eight grand championships last year, as well as being the KCBS Team of the Year in the chicken category. Now, maybe you're looking for injections. Tasty Licks Barbecue carries all the heavy hitters here as well. Butcher's Barbecue, Cosmos Q, every type of barbecue guru, and their associated accessories. Tasty Licks is a Green Mountain Pellet Grill dealer as well. And as Fred says right here on the show, they provide classes to the public. Fred teaches a lot of them. He's also bringing in top pit masters across the circuit as well for those competition teams and to really help the backyard guys get their game up. Uh, in addition, uh, teams... Tasty Licks is your competition headquarters, all supplies for competition teams, pans in different sizes, the aluminum trays, the gloves, the thermometers, turn-in boxes for practice. Make it your one-stop shop. Save the time and effort scouring the Internet. Go to TastyLicksBBQ.com and get all of that taken care of in one spot. So head on over now. Enjoy these videos that Fred put up on his page as well. There's like over 200 of them. Very entertaining. Plenty of them. And don't forget the Tasty Licks manufactures and sells their own lines of barbecue rubs and sauces. Got to try those. When you order, drop Fred a line. Tell him you heard him here on this show. 
Let him let him know that you support his business because he supports this show. It's like a cyclical thing. Not sick, cyclical. Hand in hand. One hand washing the other. TastyLicksBBQ.com. That's TastyLicksBBQ.com. All right, we're coming back with Jennifer Brand to talk about the uh, barbecue marketing masters. Get your marketing caps on, gents and ladies. Stick around. Be right back. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, we are back. I'm not back. There I am. 877-448-0433. Greg at com. in case you want to jump in tonight. Uh, coming up in about 25 minutes or so, Cal Phelps, National Barbecue News, second hour, John Marcus as well. My first guest tonight, public relations expert dealing with some of the biggest names in the industry. Uh, this coming Thursday will be the launch of her Barbecue Marketing Masters Telesummit. You can register for this by going to bbqmarketingmasters.com. It's free, and you all know free is me, right? So jump on over there right now and grab a pass. There are a limited number available right now, so let's go ahead and race over the hotline and welcome first-timer to the show, Jennifer Brand, joining me here. Jennifer, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well, Greg. I know I'm technically a first-timer, although I don't feel like it. Well, I mean, we correspond quite a bit, and we have some, uh, you know, uh, in, it, this is going to sound bad, in private discussions about what's happening in the world of barbecue. Uh, but nevertheless, first time here live on this show, and I certainly appreciate you making time. Uh, so, you know, we're like a mere two days away from the Barbecue Marketing Masters Telesummit. Before we jump into that and get some details about it, can you give us a little background on you professionally and kind of how you got involved in the barbecue world? Well, I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee, actually. Um, so my love of Elvis and barbecue is deeply rooted in my core. Uh, then moved to Missouri and then to Washington, D.C., been practicing law for a little while, and then got back to my roots with barbecue really through Heath Hall and Brett Thompson of Pork Barrel Barbecue. They are my guys. So um, big shout out to them. If it weren't for them, I really wouldn't be involved in the the marketing and business side of barbecue as it were today. So because of them, um, we had cameras and crews and media and did a lot of press for them uh, from the very get-go. And then people started to realize, hey, there's something to this. Why are cameras following them around? We want some of that too. So I started to do a little bit with um, the American Royal World Series of Barbecue, still doing some PR media with them. And along the way, guys will just ask me, you know, can you do stuff for me? How does this work? How do you do blogs? Unfortunately, they asked me right in the middle of contest or other, you know, working in the middle of other client stuff. And I can't really <laughs> do both at the same time. So I think this is a good um, outlet and a good opportunity for the Barbecue Marketing Masters. It's just been a pet project of mine. And I'm really glad to put it out there so everybody can hear some of the tips and secrets that you and I know. Um, some of these barbecue marketing masters just feel like it's normal and um, things that they're really, really good at. But the rest of us don't always know those things. So it's good tips. 
Jennifer Brand joining us here on the show. Of course, we have the upcoming Barbecue Marketing Masters uh, this coming Thursday. You know, you're dealing with some of the biggest names in the industry right now. You have been for a few years. You know, when does the idea of this Telesummit hit you, and, and what was the initial concept for it? So my initial concept, I know you have Rod Gray on the show quite a bit. He's, a, he's also a buddy of mine and a brilliant marketing guy beyond just his pitmaster skills. So I was kind of tinkering with the idea late fall, um, early winter, and I ran it by him and said, Rod, you know, I'm thinking about doing this. I really want to give back. I pick a project every year. I want to do something for barbecue. And, you know, this rising tide raises all boats mentality. And I thought, if I can just share this with a handful of people uh, who are at these barbecue festivals, who do want to get some camera time, who do want to you know promote their sauce, promote their brand. If I can put them all together in one room, share with them a panel of experts that I know who are really good at social media, really good at SEO, really good at marketing or branding or how they get their barbecue sauce on grocery store shelves. If I can put them all in one place at one time, they could just absorb it like a sponge because I know they're really smart people and I know they're going to grab onto this stuff. They're already excited about being a business, being a business for barbecue entrepreneurship. So Rod, brilliant as he is, said, you know, Jed, barbecue season comes up in the spring and everybody is super busy. They're on the road all the weekend. So you got to get this done like now in the wintertime. And if not, you got to make sure that these guys can all do it remotely. We have Wi-Fi. We have internet access. Anybody in the world can log in to something for a day or download the podcast but not everybody can, one, afford to go to you know a hotel conference room for a day right. and the flights and whatever else would just mix up with their barbecue contest schedule. And, of course, Rod, brilliant as he is, was like, yeah, good idea. Let's see. Hmm, I've already got some of the software. How do I make this happen? So, yeah, a little couple of weeks of tinkering around and noodling on the idea. And then, voila, made some phone calls to a lot of guys I know and girls, like Robin the Grill Girl, in the barbecue world, who, who I would consider a master of certain areas or certain expertise and just leverage that. I want the spotlight to be on them. It's not about me. It's not about what I know. It's about every single one of these awesome people who have volunteered their time to put up, you know, share what they know and their years of experience. So you're not hearing from me. I'm just asking the questions everybody else wants to find out all in one space, all in one day. Sounds like a great idea. Jennifer Brand joining me here on the show, bbqmarketingmasters.com. If you want to go over and, and grab a pass, you have like a count on how many passes are left. I know there's like a limited amount. I do. I just checked. I mean, honestly, I would love to give this to the whole great big wide world, but we haven't really marketed it. It's all just been word of mouth and really only about two weeks of heads up time because it's not for the great big wide world. It's really for the guys who are interested in, in growing their barbecue business or building their brand. So yeah, I just checked the stats right before I came on the show and we're getting really close actually. Um, I'd love to give it to everybody, but our software limits it to the number of people who can actually call in or watch the webcast of it at the same time. So, um, yeah, depending on how the show goes tonight or how many people see it on Twitter, we will probably end up shutting it down tomorrow or, you know, would yeah. you, would you say that, you know, from your initial idea to how it is going to evolve in two days, I mean, has it prayed, uh, stayed pretty much tried and true from, from that initial concept or has it uh, kind of evolved over its genesis? That's a really great question. You know, some of the projects I work on kind of start out one way and just get diluted into all different paths. With this, you can probably see the board behind me. I had a pretty strong strategy session where I sat down and said, how do I want this to be? 
if I'm going to ask these, you know, masters, barbecue pit masters who are busy people like Chris Lilly, you know, just to get a few minutes of his time to ask these questions to is, is tough to fit into a schedule. So if I'm going to make that ask of them, I want it to be good and I want it to be clear. So you can see my notes and scribbles and I'm a little bit more like a, if you know Tuffy, he's a little <laughs> detailed and organized. So that's a little bit of the planning that went into it. So yeah, good question. I think this has pretty stayed true to the vision that I've had in the beginning and it's it's on course and going the way I expected it to be. Jennifer Brand joining us here on the show. So what can one take away from the Barbecue Mac, uh, barbecue Marketing Masters Telesummit? It's this coming Thursday again. If they grab a pass, you know, what can I expect if I dial in live? Okay, so if you dial in live, we're going to do back-to-back-to-back-to-back interviews. You can see on the website there's a schedule. I just put the tentative times because I still have to get all the audio lined up exactly right. You know, Even though we tried to hit it about 20, 30 minutes per session, uh, I do sprinkle in a couple of little bonus sections from Rod Gray where he only talks, you know, five minutes here, seven minutes there. So it's not exactly every half hour. Um, I'd love to be a little more detailed about that. But if we ever do it again, lesson learned. So, yeah, if you dial in, you can call on the phone or you'll also get a link. So everybody right now is probably used to watching Skype or just doing like a webcast, although there's not really anything that you're going to see You'll just hear the audio voices. Maybe you can see a link to their website or something so you know how to get in touch with them. But most of it's audio. Um, Good listeners, sit there and take your notes. You can have it running on your computer or your iPad in the background or dial in the whole day on Thursday from, I think, 8 to 6.30. And then I'm also going to do a a replay. So everybody who has the, the pass and the link, I'll leave it up for 10 days so they can listen or you know, go back and refresh their memory or take some extra notes. So you don't, there's no rewind button, but you can hear it all for 10 days straight. There you go. That was going to be my next question because as I'm looking in the chat room, everybody's like, oh, I've got a job or I can't, you know, dial in by phone, you know, whatever the case may be. So if somebody can't miss it live, it's going to be up for 10 days after the fact. Is it just like running in a loop? So if you called in at the same time, like when you had time, it could be the same interview or can you actually go in and download specific uh, or stream uh, specific guests? That's a really great question. I am not super techie, so here's what I understand. On Thursday, it's going to run back-to-back from 8 to 6.30 about like the whole interviews in session. If you chime in at noon, you're going to hear whatever interview is on at noon. You can't like hear the first one. Um, but then the replays, I think you can start it anytime that you log on. And if I'm wrong about that... Um, if anybody wants like the audio versions or the podcast of it, I have all the audios too. So if you guys just want a specific interview or you just want to hear one person session or one of the sections, just shoot me an email. Let me know. I can send it to you. All right. Uh, Jennifer Brand joining us here on the show. Again, the website, if you want to check it out, is bbqmarketingmasters.com. Mm-hmm. You know, what was it like for you putting this deal together? Is it a longer process than you had initially thought or sketched out, or have you been able to hit those benchmarks you set out to meet? Good question. I think one of the quotes that I live by in my business, it says, failing to plan is planning to fail. Correct. <laughs> so for me, you know, it's great to, you know, shoot an email over or text or call somebody and say, hey, will you do this? Will you do this favor for me? Can I get you on the phone for 30 minutes? But I really treasure their time and I treasure my time. So I want to make sure that in those 20 or 30 minutes, I'm asking the questions that we all want to know and I'm getting to the meat of stuff and not just dilly-dallying around on chit-chat. So the preparing side for me was really making a a script. Like, 
here's the questions that I'm going to ask and going back and forth with, with all the speakers. Is there anything specific you want me to mention in your bio or is there anything you really want me to draw out? I think I know what your strengths are, but you know, tell me if I'm wrong. Is there anything here you want to really target? And a lot of the speakers, they really know themselves. They really know what they're good at and they really know their weaknesses as well. So they can say, I don't really want to talk about that area. I don't really feel as qualified, but this one, oh yeah, I got plenty of stories on. So preparing those Q&A and, you know, getting all that stuff lined out is really probably what took the most time. Other people can handle the website techie stuff. I leave that to other people who know more about those things. Did, um, well, I guess first before I ask the next question, um, if you could, for the people that uh, you don't have internet access, it might be streaming on their smart device, tooling down the road, whatever the case may be. Give us kind of a rundown of who is actually going to be on this telesummit, who the guest panel is. Yeah, sure. You know, I've looked at the website so many times I should have it memorized in order by now, but I don't. We've changed it a couple of times. So Chris Lilly, I think I mentioned him. He's with Kingsford. His session's going to be towards the end, and it's all about the business of barbecue. So we tried to be a little catchy on the titles. We called it Thinking Outside the Styrofoam Box. It's more than just trying to win a big check at a contest. You know, how do you get sponsorships? How do you get to be a brand ambassador? How do you get Uh, running a restaurant, building a brand of sauces and dryer rubs. So he really talks about a lot of that stuff. For the sponsorship side of it, I can't even tell you how many people come up to me at events and shoot emails and say, how do we get sponsors? You know, we're turning this hobby into an actual, like, something that we think there's some steam behind it. How do we get sponsorships for this? So we've got some people on the event planning side. And then people like Mike Peters from KCBS, a lot of people know him. Um, who talk about it from the sponsor and vendor angle. And then Bert from Fruit of Wood out in Colorado. He's got a pretty interesting story, actually. I um, had questions all scripted out for him, and then it came time to do his interview, and I realized, oh, wow, Bert's kind of changed some of his sponsorship stuff from last year. So yeah, let's really dig bit. into that. A lot of people don't know it. Oh, it's pretty involved from what he had to go through. Yeah, and Ooh. he's got some... You know, everybody, I tried to ask a couple of the speakers, you know, tell me your mistakes. Tell me your lessons learned. Tell me the stories of the of the things that make you change your mind. And you say, oh, no, I don't want to go there. Because I learn a lot from my own mistakes and the mistakes other people have made. So I try to get some of that in there. Um, other big names, Rod Gray. I know he's a pal of yours. I kind of sprinkled a lot of his stuff in at different parts because he's, I really look up to him. He is a great marketing mind and can speak to so many aspects of it. And then a fun one. I knew Myron Rickson was going to be super busy with all his TV shows and everything that he's out there doing. So um, I asked his son, Michael, who does Jack's New South, because it's just fascinating to me how you take a brand like Jack's Old South that's been around forever, not forever, but for a while, um, and very well branded, very well known in the industry. How do you take a, a sub brand of that or branch out and make a secondary portion of it? So Michael is, granted he's young, and a lot of people may think, oh, he's just a kid and he's got, you know, his daddy behind him. But really, Michael's a pretty smart guy. Um, when, you, when you talk to him behind the cameras and after, after the, you know, TV lights are around, he's really got some good ideas. So I tapped into that for a little bit, too. I'm um, trying to think off the top of my head. Gosh, the list just goes on and on. Of course, Heath Hall, he's the very first speaker. I called it Wake Up Call with Heath Hall. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's some pretty good ones on there. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> me. I'm on there. By the oh, way, yeah. just in case. You know, in case, in case you forgot, I'm on there. Of course. There is their media. Um, you are the marketing master for radio. 
um, and beyond. I think we talk about a couple other things just in general for publicity as well. But, you know, when we mentioned earlier in the beginning, I said, you and I have met, we've talked behind the scenes and through emails. So I don't feel like I'm a total newbie to the show. But sometimes I feel like behind the scenes, I'm the mediator. I'm the one that's telling the client, okay, Greg's Greg's not scary. It's okay. Just have a regular, normal conversation with him. <laughs> so, But you'd be surprised how many people get super nervous about being on a radio show, being on Skype. So you actually give some fantastic advice. So I would say for any of the listeners who want to be on your show but don't know how to do it or, you know, afraid to ask or not sure what they should say, yeah, tune in. Listen to Greg's section. Very informative because I think that, you know, my biggest pet peeve, and we kind of talked, well, people that tune in on Thursday will hear it. You know, my biggest piece of advice for people going on, whether it's this show, whether it's on your local ESPN affiliate, whatever the case may be, is, you know, be excited to talk about why I'm having you on. Don't view it as, well, I don't want to get too excited because I don't want people to think I'm bragging or that I'm full of myself. You know, that's a whole different tenor, a whole different tone in people's voices. If you're just excited and you're passionate and you're talking with inflection, especially on radio when people can't see you, that is really helping convey, hey, I'm excited to listen to this guy. I want to check out his website or I'm going to call him for a catering deal next time or whatever. So, you know, that's just free advice here for the Centralites tonight is, is talk with passion and be excited. I mean, that's probably what you're telling your guests or, or your clients when they're getting ready to go on the Today Show or, or wherever is be excited and talk passionate. Yeah, and authentic. you got to be true to yourself. If you don't believe in your brand, if you don't believe in your barbecue, why are you doing this? <laughs> it's, not, it's not always just about money. You know, you got to have some heart into this stuff. All right, so let me ask you this quick question here before I turn you loose tonight, and I appreciate the time. You know, as someone who I guess isn't actively cooking in the industry all the time uh, like yourself, but you have a vested interest in the business side of things, you know, how have you seen the growth and popularity of barbecue over the past few years? Oh, very, very much. A ton, actually. Maybe I wasn't around when NASCAR got started. I don't really remember that. I've got a lot of cousins who love it, but it's not really my thing. But I would compare it to that, quite honestly. Um, I've seen other industries take off and have booms, but nothing as big as barbecue. I think part of that, I really genuinely believe, is because of the people. Everywhere I have been and everything I have done with the Pork Bell Barbecue guys or on my own, like everybody has been super nice, super supportive. Um, even a lot of the guys who who I interviewed kind of had this little tone and they would mention at some points during the interview, you know, be true to yourself, but help somebody else out. And a lot of these barbecue marketing masters like you and Chris Lilly, they all said, hey, you know what? I'm doing this because I was in their shoes too. I know exactly what it's like to go knock on the doors to every single grocery store to try to sell my barbecue sauce. I know what it's like to be the guy scared to death to be on a microphone. Um, so we've all been there. And I think we know what that fear is like. And to have, you know, somebody else who's been there and walked that path kind of reach a hand back and say, hey, like, come on, bring, let me bring you with me. Come on, get up here. That to me is so wonderful. I find that everywhere I look in the barbecue world. And I, I think that's a large part of why it's been so booming and so successful because you got some guys who really have heart, who really have passion, who are willing to stay up till all hours of the morning behind their pits just to turn in some ribs for a contest. Who knows if they're even going to make the awards or get a ribbon for it, but they're really passionate about it. And they put that same heart and that same attitude 
into trying to build a brand or grow a business or do something that's a little bit, you know, better for everybody else out there. I love that. I think that's the reason why barbecue is growing a lot more. Jennifer Brand is the creator of this uh, class that will be taking place Tuesday. It's actually a telesummit called the Barbecue Marketing Masters. It'll take place again this Thursday. Head on over to bbqmarketingmasters.com for your free passes. Get the hookup, Jennifer. Good luck with the telesummit coming up this Thursday. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on tonight and kind of laying it out for us. Thanks, Greg. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me on. And uh, everybody tune into Greg's section too, okay? All right, let's do that. Thank you very much, Jennifer. Head on over to bbqmarketingmasters.com for your passes. Going away very quickly, from what I understand. Like hotcakes, as it were. I think I'm in the noon time frame for the uh, telesub. Don, I just saw that question. I only had 20 seconds left. I'm going to hope that she had nothing to do with Q Cologne. I'm going to hope. I can't say for sure. Maybe that should be a comment we'll hold uh, the next time we have her on. First question in. Did you have anything to do with Q Cologne? Get that big stuff out of here. All right. Let's see. Who's next? Oh. JP Custom Smoke. Oh, yeah. Look. I could sit here and read you this list of how great John Patty is and what a great human being him and his wife are. Here's the bottom line, and there's going to be a second half of this conversation that we're uh, going to talk about with Butcher Barbecue. But first is J.P. Custom Smoke. Uh, Memorial Day was just yesterday. By the way, shout out to all that have served. I said shout out. Thank you for your service. Keeping this country awesome and safe and free, mostly. So I was uh, tasked with having the Memorial Day cookout. My house, of course, because I have multiple grills, and I'm the barbecue guy. And, you know, I mean, if you, everybody knows what I'm talking about. You're all the barbecue guy in the neighborhood. Don't even lie like I know you want. So had the pork taken care of. Needed the brisket. Not a very big brisket cook. Haven't cooked a lot of them. Not only have I not cooked a lot of them, I haven't cooked a lot of them well, if I can say it like that. I got some help from two of the best brisket cooks out there on the circuit, and that was uh, A, John Patty from JP Custom Smoke with his uh, beef rub. Brand new to the market. This thing is helping teams not only win categories, but take perfect scores. You know, I'm a backyard guy, so I'm not looking for perfect scores. All I'm looking to do is add some great flavor, have a nice compliment to the beef flavor that's already going to be in there. A little spicy, maybe a little sweet, some savory. John's rub for beef is absolutely phenomenal. If you are a beef cook, you like cooking brisket a lot, you don't have to be on the competition circuit, head on over to jpcustomsmoke.com. That's jpcustomsmoke.com. Do yourself a favor. Buy about 10 pounds of this stuff. Uh, You can literally eat it out of the bag with a fork and spoon. I would say a spoon, I guess, if you really want to shovel it in your fat face. It is tasty. It hits the mark. It works very well with uh, some of the other products, what I'll be mentioning here a little bit later this evening. It produced top quality results, and I'm very, very happy that I made the effort to actually buy it and try it, and I'm hooked for life now. JP Custom Smoke, that's jpcustomsmoke.com. Beef rub. It's got the chicken rub. It's got the uh, regular smoking rub as well. Now, we're coming back with Kale Phelps from the National Barbecue News right after this.
Get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Big B, Moonshine Band, Suburban Voice Let's go! I'm an outlaw, give me two shots. We don't need a radio, bring a jukebox. For my outlaws, bring me three shots. We can raise hell before the All right, we are back. 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Thanks again to uh, Jennifer Brand for joining us, talking about the Barbecue Marketing Master's Class, or Telesummit, which will be happening this Thursday, starting at 8 o'clock, going until 6.30 p.m. 6.30 p.m. Watch out. Uh-oh. Wait a second. Trying to, trying to figure out what's going on here. All right. I got his number here. Got to call the office again. Uh, if you want to take uh, part, uh, not well, not being interviewed, but if you want to listen to the Telesummit, head on over to BBQ Masters. Make sure it's plural, bbqmasters.com, and then uh, you can go ahead and take part in that. And again, it will air live this Thursday, 8 a.m. to 6.30 p.m., and then it'll be available for replay uh, 10 days after the fact. All right, my next guest tonight is the owner-publisher of the National Barbecue News, the world's number one publication covering the sport of barbecue. Let's race over the hotline. And uh, welcome back, Cal Phelps, to the show. Cal, how are you, buddy? Hi, I'm good, Greg. How are you doing, buddy? I'm uh, doing absolutely fantastic, Cal. Appreciate you making time for the show tonight. Uh, you know, before we talk about the National Barbecue News, uh, maybe if you could give us a little background about yourself and kind of how you were introduced to barbecue and then uh, the the actual publication itself. Yeah, absolutely, man. I actually got into barbecue because of uh, my dad and his fishing buddy uh, entered a local barbecue contest back in 1991. And... Uh, they kind of got hooked from there, and a uh, few years down the road, my family's always been in the publishing business, so a few years down the road from there, they decided there needed to be something to let everybody know what was going on, what was happening, and the events surrounding uh, barbecue, and so they started a little rag they called the National Barbecue News, and um, we've been going and growing since then. Cal Phelps joining me here on the show. You know, over the past five years or so, Kale, with technology becoming so pervasive, many paper publications have actually suffered. Some have gone out of business, as I'm sure you're well aware of. Uh, others, however, have adapted and changed. You know, what things have you done to stay ahead of this technology game and not gone down in flames like some other things? Well, I'll be honest with you, man. We are blessed. Um, you know, we have a we have a, a, a great following, and um, I actually. We've changed uh, a good bit. I mean, we've put the uh, the paper itself up on the website now with flip pages um, where you can actually see what's printed and, and mailed every month. But the luxury of that is you actually get it on the first of every month, uh, get access to it, and um, it only costs you about uh, a third of what a regular paid subscription is because we don't have to print it. We don't have to rely on the postman to, to bring it to you. So 
um, you know, that, that form of technology's changed and helped us keep, uh, keep up with what's happening. But, um, you know, nonetheless, man, I tell you, the barbecue deal itself, um, has grown leaps and bounds and by more people getting involved, that's, that's helped us, uh, avoid that, uh, um, I guess that death curve or whatever you want to call it, death slump or whatever, because there's more and more people getting involved and they want to know what's going on. And, um, so once they find us and, uh, hopefully we can get them hooked and, uh, keep them, keep them in the know and what's going on. Cal Phelps joining me here on the show, the website, barbecue, B-A-R-B-E-C-U-E, barbecuenews.com, if you want to check it out. And I guess, you know, for the folks that are listening tonight might be considering a subscription or you know, listening after the fact in podcast fashion, you know, what can someone expect in an issue of the National Barbecue News from month to month? Actually, if it's about barbecue, it's going to be in there. Um, you know, we try to keep a, a pretty good uh, different variety of recipes going each month, whether it's kind of high-end or uh, just kind of a how-to uh, deal. Uh, we try to throw in a few recipes, something different every month. But a uh, calendar of events from coast to coast, um, you know, letting you know what events are coming up as far as competitions. And we don't even care if they're non-sanctioned. As long as we know about them, we'll put them in there, um, no matter how big or how little they are. Um but that's in there each month. We also have featured uh, writers each month, uh, book reviews. Doug Mosley does an awesome job of reviewing all the latest cookbooks that's coming out um, that's barbecue-oriented. He also throws in some uh, – here lately we've been doing a lot of – you hear a lot about pairings as far as wine pairings, beer, beer pairings with barbecue. So, um, yeah, he reviews those books as well for us and lets you know kind of what you're – what you're missing, or uh, maybe you're not missing uh, if you don't have a copy of it. But um, events that have happened, you know, reports on those and uh, some previews, previews of upcoming events. We have some of that as well. But uh, restaurant news, there's a restaurant guide there of places that we've been to uh, from coast to coast, and we would recommend if you happen to be traveling. Um, so if it's, uh, like I say, if it's got something to do with barbecue, uh, we try to touch it in some form or fashion every month. Kale, do you have a, a percentage breakdown of people that are still getting National Barbecue News in the paper version versus the people that have made that switch over to the uh, electronic version by chance? Man, I actually do. I, I'm going to blow your mind with this. Oh. Uh, we're about 94% of the people who uh, have gotten the uh printed subscription keep the printed subscription um only about six percent have changed over uh that i'm aware of but um and i don't know you know i've I've often wondered uh i know we picked up some new subscribers uh because of the electronic edition um who may not may not even be aware there's a printed edition um but that has helped us uh, come into the new new crowd, the younger audience. But the biggest comment I hear um, about that is, man, I cannot take that computer. I don't want to get it that close to the grill. But when I'm doing something, <laughs> I like to be sitting out reading the paper by my grill. So 
<laughs> so that's a pretty good compliment there. Do you think that, you know, the the overwhelming age of subscribers to National Barbecue News might be, you know, 40-plus years old? You know what? I would say five years ago, I'd say that's about right. But uh, over the past five years, I'm going to say that number has dropped. Um, you know, as far as how much, I hadn't done a... Uh, I hadn't done a survey lately, um, asking ages and all that. I'm getting, we'll probably do that again in January. Uh, I try to do that once every five years, send out a survey just to, uh, you know, see who's reading it and where we're at and what direction we're going and, uh, where do we need to back up and pun at or, uh, you know, what's working, uh, what people like. We want to keep putting it in there. So, um, but yeah, the, the last few years that I'm, I'm thoroughly convinced because of the online subscription rate going up as far as the number of people subscribing in that fashion. Uh, it tells me that the age, uh, the typical age group is actually going down. So I think that's a good thing for barbecue because it's going to, that means it's going to be here for a while. No doubt. Cal Phelps joining us here on the show. He is the uh, owner and the publisher of National Barbecue News. BarbecueNews.com is the website if you want to check it out. You know, you've been around barbecue a long time now, Kale. You run, you've run contests. You've seen this industry grow over the years. Do you think right now we're at the height of barbecue mania, or are we really just scratching the surface of a monster? Man, I'll tell you what. You know, that's, that's a good question. But um, I, for me, um, you know, I, I've seen some stats. 15 years ago that uh, said every homeowner, I'm going to say every homeowner, basically 98% of every homeowner in the country owns some type of outdoor cooking device, whether that be a charcoal grill or a big smoker or some kind of just plain fire pit that they cooked on outside. Um, So, you know, when you look at that figure coming that far back, I have to say that we're just, we're maybe even just stirring the coals on what what it could be. Um, I'm still amazed at how many people really don't understand true barbecue and, uh, you know, what it takes to to put true barbecue out. And, I, and I'll tell you why I say that. I had a subscriber about two years ago, called me up and wanted to know why Ruby Tuesdays um, <laughs> was not on the restaurant guy because they thought they had the best ribs in the country. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, 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 I laughed and chuckled a little bit, and he said, no, I'm serious. They are really good. And I, I agree with him. I said, yeah, they're, they're pretty decent. I said, but they're actually done in an oven. And uh, I believe they get their smoke flavor from a from a bottle, and it's called uh, liquid smoke. Right. And he, you think you think, and I was like, "Yes, sir, I, I'm I'm pretty sure." But <laughs> um, so you know, when you hear comments like that, it tells that tells me um, there's still some people that that just don't know yet. So. You know, uh, one of the things that I've seen lately is this 
I guess what I would perceive as a widespread popularity of barbecue restaurant ownership, kind of especially when it comes to these chains. First one that jumps off the top of my head because I see it all the time on my Google alerts is Dickie's Barbecue Pit. We've had probably two or three open up around the greater Cleveland area over the past year, year and a half. You know, what's your take on the whole chain barbecue restaurant thing? Man, I tell you what, it is, um, you know, it is it's growing by leaps and bounds. And, I, you know, the example I use probably the most is, is Famous Dave's. Um, you know, Famous Dave Anderson, if you don't know this guy, I mean, he is a, he is the world, he's the biggest cheerleader in the world for barbecue that, that ever existed. I mean, he is just, he's just nuts about barbecue. And that passion has led his company to just expand and grow and go like no other. Um, you know, when you hear about uh, plans of expanding in the next 12 months of about 50 stores um, west, uh, just in the state of California alone, you know, you you, you kind of have to think, wow, you know, that's, I'm, I'm taking pork. And his thing, you know, he does it all. He does some brisket, he does pork. Um, but those, you know, pork is kind of not the norm you know, west out there. You know, they do a lot of beef brisket, a lot of beef tri-tip. Right. Um, but now they're getting a taste of pork. It's, and it's the same way here on the East Coast. Um, you know, four years ago, I couldn't go find a brisket. Um, five or six years ago, I couldn't find a brisket in a regular supermarket. I'd have to go call my butcher to go get one from somebody or a case. But now, just about every grocery store we walk in now, you see the brisket. Um, Tri-tip is coming. Uh, I've actually seen it in a couple public stores here now. So, you know, it's going to be funny to me when everybody gets a little taste of <laughs> of it all to see where it goes and grows from there. Okay. So, Cal Phelps is the owner publisher of the National Barbecue News. You can check it out. You can also subscribe by visiting the website barbecue b a r b e c u e barbecuenews.com. Cal, appreciate the time tonight. Thanks very much for coming on. Hey Greg, man, anytime and um keep up the good work, man. I I, I follow you from time to time. I'm a I am an early I'm an early riser, so a lot of times I'm in the bed by 8:30 or 9, but man, I do uh I, I I do keep up with you, and, uh, man, just keep on smoking, okay? All right, Cal, man, I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Hey, man, thank you. There he is, Cal Phelps. National Barbecue News. That's been around for a little while now. B-A-R-B-E-C-U-E, barbecue news.com. Ruby... Applebee's and a few more getting their ribs pre-cooked and frozen. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Head Reader might have something to do with that. Maybe not. All right, folks, you know what I love to do? Especially this past weekend, which was the start of the grilling season. Because nobody grilled before, you know, yesterday. Your grills were in your lockers. I love to cook on my outdoor smokers and grills. 
And if you have a charcoal-fired outdoor cooking appliance, I'm going to encourage you to use what I used all weekend long, Kebroke Hardwood Lump Charcoal. Try it for your next cooking session. Quite simply, one of the best-kept secrets around used by award-winning barbecue competition teams and backyard warriors just like me. Kebroke Hardwood Charcoal made from natural hardwood trees without any additives. They only use high-quality wood for their charcoal, not scrap wood or any other wood waste or additive. This is the real charcoal that humans have made for thousands of years. Now, of course, we've moved out of the caves and onto our decks and patios, but we can enjoy it nonetheless. Look, an all-natural hardwood charcoal performs significantly better than regular charcoal. It burns longer, hotter, produces lower amounts of ash, but the taste it will impart on your food second to none. Here's what I want you to do. Visit kebroke.com, K-E-B-R-O-A-K-K-E. B-R-O-A-K, kebroke.com to find out more about this product. They ship to all continental U.S. states through Amazon.com. Ever heard of them? Check this out. Amazon offers free shipping on all of their bags, but the most attractive option is the 40-pound bag, which you can get for roughly about a dollar a pound, depending on what day it is. That's right. It's a dollar a pound of high-quality hardwood charcoal that you can't find locally, and it's delivered directly to your door by Amazon.com. No more hassle of dragging bags through the supermarket, getting your cart full of dust. You just have it delivered to you, quick and easy. What did I cook this weekend over Kebro Cardwood Charcoal? Uh, salt potatoes. Does anybody know what salt potatoes are? They're little potatoes, like literally this big, and they all are this big in the bag. So uniform cooking times. And they come with a huge bag of salt, which I pour one bag into a container, and then I throw the rest away. Uh, they're delicious. You can just pop them right in your mouth like chicken nuggets. I also cooked a pork tenderloin. I also did a beef or uh, a pork butt in my pit barrel cooker with the Kebro Cardwood charcoal. Also, I did hot dogs and hamburgers for the kids that don't eat brisket and don't eat pork like yesterday. It is dense, it is hot, and it lasts long. And for crying out loud, none of that huge amount of ash production as it burns down. Look, it's a secret of Southern Miami for years, now ready for the world to enjoy. KebrokeCharcoal.com. That's Kebroke Charcoal. Get yours now. We'll be right back to wrap up the first hour. Now's the time on the show where we get stuff away. Yeah. It's free and you don't have to pay a thing. That's why it's free. Yeah. All right, we're back with a giveaway. Why not? That's what I say. Why not? You listen, take your time. I want to give something away to you. How about this? A $10 gift card from TheBBQSuperstore.com. TheBBQSuperstore.com. $10. You can apply it however you like. All you need to do is send me an email in the subject line, BBQNews.com. Spell out .com. BBQNews.com. For the uh, first person that drops in with that in the subject line, you get a $10 gift card to thebbqsuperstore.com. Good luck. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, we are back. 877 Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. 
And we have a winner. It would have been Steve Quaz, but he didn't listen. He put, like, period comma. I said spellout.com. So Chris Mumwa wins. I'm sorry, Mama. Look at He's the only one that listened. Steve. Don G didn't listen. Scott Walton didn't listen. Scott, uh, I apologize. I have a box going out to you. Don't worry. I'm going to hook you up. Swear. Scott Walton takes care of my G5 down in Buckeye Land, Columbus, Ohio. Shout out. Scott, what's up? Working late night on my G5. I'll be expecting that sooner than later, mister. Got trips to take. Trips to take, Scotty. You're coming with me. You know how to fly that thing? I do not know how to fly it. I'm going to need a pilot to go with my plane. In the words of Floyd Mayweather, I keeps a private jet. Hey, everybody. What I used to call games for the Cubs, I used to fly around in a private jet with Stoney. With some of the best times I've ever had in my life. Yeah. It was uh, Harry Carey, ladies and gentlemen, making an appearance. Moomaw. Sorry, Chris. Moomaw. Um... I will forward your email over to Richard Parker, and he will hook you up with a $10 gift card. He'll tell you how to redeem it as well. Chris Mumo. Sorry. Sorry. There's a guy who nobody can say their last name correctly, Rempe. Very hard to see. R-E-M-P-E. Very hard to see. I am particularly affectionate to making sure that I am pronouncing last names correct. So I apologize uh, enjoy your gift. Also, thanks to Cal Phelps for talking about the National Barbecue News. Getting panned a little bit here in the chat room, saying that it's uh, recycled content. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get National Barbecue News. Uh, I don't get the bullshit because I'm not a member. If I wanted to, somebody could send it to me for free. I'm sure of this. Some centralite would step up and give me the hookup can feel it in the veritable bones of my heart. Your heart doesn't have any bones, folks. I'm just kidding. Sweet Brown, what do you think about that? Right. All right, uh, we're going to head over to the second hour. I'm going to uh, refuel. Yeah, look at you, Steve. Come on, man. Corn cops. Whoa, oh, 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 wait. Hold on a second. I ran out of time. Can't run out of time. Not out of time yet. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm going to refuel. I suggest you do the same. We have a huge second out that I will tell you about when we come back. Uh, thanks again to Jennifer Brand, bbqmarketingmasters.com. Check that out. Sign up. And Cal Phelps, barbecue, B-A-R-B-E-C-U-E, barbecuenews.com to sign up or at least check out the uh, world's number one publication covering the sport of barbecue. All right. I'm off to make a drink. You do the same. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Radio Network, Outdoor Cooking Channel, Roku, TuneIn, number of ways to get the show live in 95. You're doing it one way or another. I can see you guys out there. I see you too. I see especially you. Stick around. We'll be right back. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Fine. 
Hasan, how's it going? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono, it's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate fifty four wieners. Oh, listen, Laverne, shake face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> We have top men working right now. Who? Top men. All right, just like that, we are into the second hour. Just reading through some of the chat here. Hey, look. Newest grand champion of the KCBS just dropped in. Diane Me. Lake House Barbecue, six ninety four. She posted. If you listen to the top of the show, six ninety four. Throttling of the competition, almost like a full point over Big Mo Kesa. He's an okay barbecue cook, by the way. In case you didn't know, right? We'll leave Chris there, and uh, we are off and running. All right, in case you missed the first hour, let me quickly reset. Uh, first guest, we had Jennifer Brand talking about Barbecue Masters, uh, Barbecue Marketing Masters. That takes place this coming Thursday. It will air at 8 through 6.30 p.m. If you want to jump in and sign up for a pass, you need a pass to get in. Uh, that's the only way you can listen. It's BBQ Marketing Masters, plural, bbqmarketingmasters.com. So go ahead and sign up for it. If you miss, if you can't call in Thursday, it will replay up to 10 days later. So don't worry if you can't make it Thursday specifically, but you need the pass, so sign up even though you can't listen because you have work, like me, and uh, tune in up to 10 days after the fact. Uh, Still to come tonight, John Marcus, TV legend. Just throwing TV legend out there. Uh, on the show next week, Dave Bosca, Butcher Barbecue, joins me to talk about his time on the newest season of Barbecue Pitmasters. That will air Sunday, I believe, at 9 p.m. Eastern on Destination America. Also, the Barbecue Central Show official sauce and rub reviewer, Scott Roberts, will be joining us. Making sure we're not wasting our money on bad rubs and bad sauces. He knows what it's all about. His palate is fickle. If he likes it, by golly, we might want to consider liking it as well. And I've uh, also just touched base with a uh, gentleman that was uh, in competition with Dave Bosca on this upcoming new season, the debut of, uh, is it season five of Barbecue Pitmasters now? I forget like what iteration we're in now. So uh, very, well... You know, part of me wants to say I'm very excited to see, you know, the new season of Pitmasters. But, you know, I'm excited to see the people that I know, uh, the, the barbecue people that made it on there. I'm excited to see them in the show. Uh, you know, they're on TV. That's great. And uh, they're very excited. Uh, so I'm excited for them for that. Um, and I think that's it. So uh, Dave Bosca, potentially another uh, barbecue pit. Maybe we'll have like a little uh, barbecue Pitmasters roundtable. And then uh, Scott Roberts as well. Plus, you know, who knows what's going to follow? I mean, one never knows. It's a jam-packed show as always. You know, I saw this via the Barbecue Brethren forum. And, you know, maybe I'll go on there 
you know, once a week or so, uh, just to make sure that I'm not missing something through Google Alerts or what have you. And uh, it's really one of the most heavily trafficked uh, barbecue and grilling forums that are out there, not to be confused with the most popular barbecue and grilling website, of course, which is amazingribs.com. Forum-wise, Barbecue Brethren, I think, uh, head and shoulders uh, atop all the other forums that are out there. Uh, you can visit it, bbq-brethren, B-R-E-T-H-R-E-N, bbq-brethren.com. Here was the title of a post that I saw that baffled my mind. It took me aback. Judges complaining about not being able to take doggy bags home from competitions. Is this for real? Can anybody sit here right now in the instant chat that is uh, in this competition world? A cooks, or if you're a judge, maybe you do both. I don't know. Is this something that is pervasive across the judge's tent? Judges bitching and complaining about not being able to take doggy bags home from competitions. Look, I'm no genius, but it would seem to me that if you're a barbecue judge at a contest, you're eating a lot of barbecue for hours. Lots of it. And then, after you get done stuffing your face and evaluating food for hours, you want to take more of that food home. Sorry, is this a buffet over here? Welcome to the uh, Smoking at the Run competition. Uh, welcome to Smoking at the Run buffet, ladies and gentlemen. Head into this tent, uh, eat food for hours on end, and then uh, take the buffet of food home after the fact. Come on, right? Uh, I think, judges, let's be honest with it. Judges, grab hold of yourself. Shake yourself. I mean, you know what is expected of you as a judge, Right. If you think grabbing three or four more pounds of extra barbecue is your thanks for being a judge, rethink what you're doing. Do me a favor. Actually, do me and your fellow judge a favor. Rethink about being a judge altogether. Let me tell you how that comes across to a guy who is not a judge and who is not a barbecue cook, but has a microphone and is not afraid to use it. Look, I understand you took the time and you paid your $35 to become a certified barbecue judge. And, you know, I don't know if being a certified barbecue judge really means anything in the grand scheme of things. I mean, quite frankly, I could be a certified barbecue judge. Uh, As luck would have it, I could also be a chiropractor. We're not getting into that. No offense to Scott Nelson. He's the best chiropractor out there. If you're getting... To me, it sounds like I'm getting into judging because, A, I get to eat, and, B, I get to take more food home. Uh, I understand that some of you are traveling great distances. Uh, This is not a surprise to you judges. If you live in an area where there's not a lot of competitions, I would suggest not becoming a certified barbecue judge. Or if you're going to do it, realize that you are going to be driving a distance And that distance does not include you taking 15 pounds of free food home as your way of saying thank you. Do it or don't. It should not be incumbent upon any competition, any KCBS rep, or any of the cooks to provide the judges with any more free food than they're already tasting. I mean, give the food to Beals on Wheels for crying out loud. Just when I think I want to start liking judges. 
I hear something like this. And I realize I like judges a little bit less. I don't even have any reason to dislike judges. That, that is that's really bad, man. Really bad. I didn't eat enough at the judge's table. I'd sure like to take five pounds of brisket home. Is that possible? Donate to the uh, to a food shelter or to the homeless guy on the street or whatever. It's not your way of uh, being thanked. Well, I was a judge. You should thank me. We move on. There was no Sam's Club this past weekend. However, the series resumes this coming weekend in North Charlton, South Carolina. This will feed into the Hendersonville, Tennessee regional let me take a minute here and get you updated on the current KCBS Team of the Year standings ad we head into mid or mid June. As we head into June, that's month six for you uh, scholars. Sitting atop the KCBS leaderboard, True Bud Barbecue. Wait a second. Just so happens I'm wearing a True Bud shirt tonight. Uh, number two, Warren County Pork Joppers. Uh, Donnie Bray kicking it. John Nilgis, Parrothead Smokers in the third spot. Darren Worth, Iowa Smoky D's. A Whiskey Pit Barbecue having a tremendous year. Great four or five months now. Uh, Gilly's Barbecue. I was introduced to Gilly's Barbecue when I was in Oklahoma in March, and I have been diligently watching him. And he has been good, doing very good. Six overall. IAB 37th overall. The Blue Bloods is uh, currently sitting in eighth position. Kewen and Stewen and Bruin. Ninth and rounding out the top ten, Swiggin' Pig. There you go. Um, let me see here. Where'd I go? Oh, I lost it. Anyway, uh, those are your top ten teams as we sit, KCBS Team of the Year. So I guess we're roughly uh, halfway through the year. And typically this is going to be right about the time where the competition standards start to really rise up. You know, who in the top 10 right now do you think is going to be there uh, five months from now? Is Truebud going to be there? Is Warren County going to be there? Is Parrothead Smokers going to be there? Are some of these teams going to drop off because they have some other commitments? Who's out here to win KCBS Team of the Year? And uh, who's fronting right now? Who's uh, raking in the benefits? Time will tell. We'll see. John Marcus is coming up next out of the break, by the way. In case you want to stick around for that, tweet that out. John Marcus coming on the Barbecue Central Show. That never happens. All right, folks, this is the second half of the read that I did earlier in the first hour. I was recounting my success with J.P. Custom Smoke's uh, new beef rub on the brisket. But the linchpin of success, and literally, I'm not kidding when I say this, and you can ask Dave Vasca in the chat room. I was literally pooping in my pants come Wednesday when I realized I did not have my butcher's barbecue beef injection. I was like, man, I'm being tasked to cook a brisket for like 25 people. What if it's dry? What if it doesn't hold moisture? What if it sits after I cut it? How am I going to keep it moist? I am screwed with a capital screwed. I quickly emailed Dave. I said, Dave... How good is this uh, butcher's barbecue thing you keep talking about? He said, it's fabulous. Why? I said, I'm going to need me some of this because I'm cooking a brisket and I'm scared. He said, hey, trust your butcher, Greg. I said, you know I trust my butcher if it's you, Dave. He said, well, good. When you get it, mix it with some water, follow the directions in the back, inject you know, every inch like in a grid, depending on you know how big you have, and just let that injection take care of itself. 
folks, I am here to tell you, and I'm not saying this because he is a sponsor of the show or anything like that, just like I was not saying that because JP Custom Rub is a, a sponsor of this show. Simply the best brisket I've ever had. Simply the best. Uh, my siblings, my uh, relationals were saying and commenting over and over again. Here's the comment I got the most. Wow, it's moist, followed by, this has a really beefy flavor to it. Like, what's the worst thing that can happen when you're cooking a brisket? It doesn't taste like beef. Uh, you've injected it with uh, a competitor's competition injection, and it sweetens it up or it changes something. Uh, just like if you don't use a really good rub. The JP Custom Smoke Rub and the Butcher's Barbecue Injection seamlessly, convincingly made me a barbecue champion in the eyes of all of my family, in front of their friends, in front of uh, our family's friends. People were just talking about it for hours. I got emails and tweets about saying, God, this was just absolutely fat. You need to make more. You ran out. That's the other thing. I ran out of brisket. I didn't run out of pork butt. But I ran out of brisket now. So you want to go over to ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. I mean, look at all the products. But if you haven't tried the beef injection, do it now. Don't wait another second. Take it from me, somebody that won in the backyard with it last week. ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. Stick around for John Marcus. We'll be right back. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right. We are back, 877-448-0433, Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. If you want to jump in tonight, if you feel like it. My next guest, considered by many to be the godfather of barbecue TV, or maybe the creator of barbecue TV, who knows? The newest season of Barbecue Pitmasters will debut this coming Sunday on Destination America, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, of course. Check your local, uh, local or local listings for times in your area. Let's race over the hotline and welcome back friend of the show, John Marcus, joining us here. John, how are you, buddy? Greg, hi. Good to be with you. Uh, How's not- our transmission? Uh, well, I'm looking at it. Everything looks good. It looks like you were enjoying a fine stogie. You know, here's the deal on this, Greg. I live here in New York City. And really, sooner than later, Mayor Bloomberg's probably going to prevent me from doing this in my own apartment. I was going to so say, this is my way to say to Bloomberg, come and get me. That's right. I was going to say, it seems, since you are in the, uh, the capital of the world, New York City, that uh, smoking inside would seem to be almost taboo anymore these days. Um, we'll find out. Well, I happen to know on good authority that uh, Mayor Bloomberg, a big fan of the show, of course. And uh, he's instant messaging me right now saying, what is that Marcus's address? I'm going to go grab that heater right out of his mouth. You know what? I would give you that address if I didn't think other people might show up. There you go. Absolutely. All right. uh, John Marcus joining us here on the show. (laughs) But but before we get to that, Greg, like I want everyone to anyone who might be in the vicinity to know that on June 8th or 9th, I'll be cooking with Big Bob Gibson 
uh, at the Big Apple Barbecue Block Party, the 11th annual block party. And I do, uh, alongside Chris Lilly, I do pitmaster work with my rig, my uh, Jetmaster and my Dunright smoker. Uh, both are uh, charcoal and wood smokers. And uh, people, please come if you're in the area, if anywhere. From, it's worth a trip within four hours of New York, I'd say, to come and have that Big Bob Gibson pulled pork sandwich. All right, so here's probably what you need to do now that you have mentioned the Big Apple block party. Uh, for the people that don't know about it or they haven't been out there to experience it, since you have taken part in it a number of years, and I think that's where you and Chris Lilly ended up falling in love one night late around 3 or 4 in the morning or whatever the case may be. Um, what What is the event like, and, and what is it bringing across to the uh, metropolitan public? Uh, the Big Apple Block Party was founded by Danny Myers, who's a legendary restaurateur. He's the founder of Union Square Cafe and Gramercy Tavern, restaurants like 11 Madison Park. And then, of course, Danny Meyer brought Blue Smoke to Manhattan, which began, really, it was the foundation, the keystone of barbecue in the city. And Danny's from St. Louis, and he had the really brilliant idea of bringing greatest pitmaster from around the United States for a weekend of barbecue exhibition. It's not a competition. It's really so that New Yorkers could come and taste barbecue from across the country and it just turns out that New Yorkers kind of, they, they jones for good barbecue, especially when it's as good as Big Bob Gibson, which I think is, that, that recipe for pulled pork is, I don't even know what it is. They won't tell me everything. Look, from an outsider looking in, or should I say from a, Cle- a former upstate New Yorker, now a Clevelandite looking in, it seems potentially... New York City people are a bit pretentious that uh, they get to have all of this great, lavish barbecue in this big city, and this isn't something that gets to take place everywhere else across the country. Uh, is that a, a fair assessment? New Yorkers like to have whatever they want. If That's the thing about New York. If you want it, you should be entitled to having it. And it doesn't necessarily mean all the barbecue served in Manhattan is uh, what I would call authentic and pure. It turns out there has been a couple of restaurants that have opened in the last six months that I would consider to be close to the real deal, one of which I haven't even gone to yet. Um, New Yorkers really, uh, they believe that they are the greatest foodies in the world, so it comes to them. John Mark is joining us here on the show. All right, John, so let me uh, switch gears for you briefly. So if anybody's at the uh, the, uh, Big Apple Block Party, go ahead and uh, say hi to John. He'll be working alongside the army of Big Bob Gibson's contingents and doing his own pitmaster work as well. There's a project near and dear to your heart called the Kings of Barbecue, Barbecue Kuwait. We've talked about it a few different times on the show over the last number of months. Uh, bring us up to speed on you know where the project is right now. I remember the first time we were taking it into like a, a try, try thing film festival in Colorado, wherever the hell it was, and now we might actually be getting on TV somewhere with this thing. Yeah, all the, all the uh, fans of your show that live in the Texas area, um, what happened was uh, KRLU, which is the uh, Austin, I hope I have that right, the Austin PBS station in Texas, uh, reached out to me, and they said they'd heard about the film. Could they screen it? I gave them a copy to look at uh, that was enhanced with, the origin- with an original film score and uh, uh, just getting it. It's, this is all about spending money when it comes to finishing a film. And no one's writing me checks, so I'm trying to get the film as close as it can be. They looked at the film and said, 
this would be absolutely perfect as a fundraiser during the week uh, around June the 6th. And could we have permission to show the film? And not only was that exciting to me to get it in front of as many eyeballs as possible in Texas, because uh, of the five pitmasters I brought over there, three were Texans. Right. And just any Texans. I mean, I brought Johnny Trigg, uh, who I consider to be one of the greatest competition cooks ever. Uh, I know there are people that go out there and talk about how much they've won. Uh, Johnny really has done it over a long period of time, starting later in life. And um, also Jamie Gere, probably the greatest pit builder in the U.S. And then Nicole Davenport, who uh, was one of my teachers in barbecue. So the Texans provided a special hook for the Austin PBS people. And we will screen that film uh, I believe, I would say check your local listings. I think that film screens at 8.20 uh, on the PBS station there in Austin. And I will appear live in the studio, as well as Johnny Trigg and Jamie Gear. And we're going to have some special gifts to give to viewers who are part of the fundraising effort for Austin's PBS station. And we're probably going to have a lot of laughs. I get, you get in a room with Jamie Gear and Johnny Trigg, and uh, there's going to be a lot of lies told. I'm not going to say by who. There's going to be a lot of lying, and uh, and I'll be there to call people on their lies. That'll be my duties there at uh, PBS. Well, somebody has to be there to call people out on their lies, and of course, no better person to do that than uh, John Marcus. Absolutely, and we're talking with him right now here on the show. Um, you know, when 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 it gets put out in front of people like this, and I don't know how to raise money for a movie. The only movies I know uh, have three letters in them. Most of them are X. So, you know, as somebody who, like yourself, who was in the midst of this whole project, like, how do you, how are you raising money to help offset the cost, aside from potentially hawking the Emmy over your right shoulder? <laughs> um, uh, the, what I found the most effective way to raise funds for this film is to get out a pen and write stuff on one of my personal checks. The endless supply. Seriously, it's like uh, in in the world documentary, Greg. Only one percent of all documentary films find distribution. Uh, so that's why this uh, that's why this uh, opportunity in Austin is really key to the movie because uh, there's a chance that we're going to be able to get that film in front of other PBS stations. Now you know, especially. I'm, we're going to have gifts to give away, and we're going to we're going to give away some DVDs of the film if if people contribute. Uh, I think Johnny's going to have some sauces and rubs to give away. He's marketing his own brand of sauces and rubs. Um, and uh, would I say that Jamie Gear is going to give away a pit? I really doubt it. Highly doubt it. But I think I'm going to try to trick him into it when we're on the air. You never know what could happen. You have a uh, you have a uh, a knife like tongue. <laughs> well, uh, I'll say this is um, uh, I've spent a lot of time with each of these gentlemen, so I have secrets. That's right. Secrets are a man's best friend. I, I know. And I believe in holding those secrets dear and near to me until I can use them for my own personal gain. Very key. I, uh, that's what I've learned about you over these last many years, John Marcus. Keep the secrets to yourself until you need to wield them for your advantage. <laughs> I, I consider myself the most discreet man in America, Greg. I have, I have actually known secrets that could have brought a president down that I can't even disclose right now. Those secrets are so powerful. And uh, I just, by keeping them to myself, 
you know, until the time is right, I, I just sort of think it's at most it, it's it's win win for me. That's right. Well played by John Marcus, our guest here on the Barbecue Central show. Uh, one of the next things that we want to talk about is this uh, Barbecue Pitmaster show, uh, which will be airing new season five coming this Sunday. But I guess I need to clarify something. Um, rumor mill has it that maybe you are not affiliated with season five. You are off the project or what is going on over here? Well, first of all, I'd like to know who's spreading those rumors. It's it's hilarious to even be the subject of a rumor. So I, uh, I'd like to know where that's coming from. I love that I'm that important that someone would spread a rumor about me, Greg. So, you know, if you're going to cast those kind of really aspersions, I think it's important to identify where you're getting your information. I, I don't have any particular source because that was like two and a half oh, months ago. Oh, you just ago. made it up? No, 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 no. I would never make that up. Um, okay. But well, it, that means you have a source. Yeah, but it was like two and a half months ago, so I don't even actually remember who it was. Otherwise, you know me. I mean, I'm giving it up like a whore on Christmas. Okay. Uh, well, that conjures up a lot of really interesting imagery, especially involving a Christmas stocking. Right. Uh, but, Greg, uh, I know you to be, you know, somewhat of a serious... Uh, radio journalist in your pursuit of the truth on barbecue. Yes. I would say to you, uh, always call the source to find out because it's total rubbish. Indeed. That is my error. So uh, we can all rest assured here. But here's here's what I heard. I heard that they're going to continue your show without you. Now, nobody wants the show, John. We all know that to be the case. (laughs) Well, well, there you go. So, you know, I mean, come on. It's so easy to say that. Um, if, if you remember who did say that, could you give them my number? Yes, of like, course. What I would do is I would show them the check I get from Discovery for <laughs> doing the show. And I would go, am I off the show? What does this mean? Absolutely. I will. Uh, now I'm going to have to go back through all of these archives. I, I wish I could remember where I actually saw it. That would make it a lot easier. <laughs> You know what? I think I have a. I think there are several people out there who, because they have not been put on the show, yes. wish me harm. Oh, well. Look, jealous, jealousy is an evil monster. Well, I love that I'm that important that people like to speculate my involvement with the show. All right, so uh, John is on the show. Everybody, rest assured, people were you know with bated breath. It's coming yeah, on Sunday. A lot of people are threatening not to watch it if I'm not on the show. That's I right. That's I right. can tell. If you're on the show, we're not watching it. If you're not on the show, I'm not watching it. There's a 50-50 split right down the shot tonight. <laughs> so we're coming up with a new season on Sunday. How does this particular iteration of uh, Season 5 differ at all from what we saw maybe uh, last season or the season before that? Or are we pretty much sticking to the same thing at this point? Well, here's how the show varies this season, Greg, in that I'm not on it. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're running me, you're running me around in circles. I'm trying to give you a little bit of a spanking here is what I'm doing. Greg. <laughs> very good. Thank you. And there's very little that I found as pleasurable as to spank you. Well, thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> okay, so... All right, so now that we've established that the one difference in season five is I'm not on it, um, uh, and for some reason they made a mistake and put my name in the credits at the end, so that's a huge error that I'm actually credited. And I think the check they sent me is an error as well. Um, 
it's that what's what's great about the show is first of all always the locations you know we're we're going to be in Pensacola, Florida. We're going to the Hogwild Festival in Mobile, the Rodeo in Austin's uh, in in, in uh, Cookoff in Austin. We're in Slidell. We're in uh, uh, in the Show Me State. Uh, we're in Osage City, Kansas. We're in New York City on Staten Island. We're in the Bixby Barbecue Blues there in Bixby, Oklahoma, Illinois, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Lee Summit, Missouri, um, and uh, it always is a great place. It's always great that the show takes us to where these contests are. That's that's not going to change. But there's a kind of a change up in the way the competition resolves itself uh, this season, and I can't really get into the details on that. Um, in, in a general term, if you can, is there a does it culminate into something, or is it a show by show? See you later. We're returning to more of a kind of a, uh, as opposed to last season, more of a kind of a bracketed uh, elimination and championship situation. All right. With the show. So that, that's, you know, that's my favorite way to do the show. So um, we're returning to that. A lot of great competitors. Uh, I can't disclose them, but people out there in your circle and who follow barbecue to the degree that uh, they, they listen to you and they also like follow it on the web. Everybody blabs, you know, clearly, and everyone knows who's on the show. Let me ask you this question, and this is fascinating to me. You know, let's say 10 years ago, if you were going to be making the show, I mean, no one would know who the fuck is on, no matter what, because it's, it's, we just weren't technically as advanced 10 years ago. We had really big brick cell phones, and, you know, the Internet was just kind of coming along and gaining popularity, but nobody knew how to use it. How signing all of the are you having people sign non-disclosures and you can't tell anybody or we're going to cut your balls off and we own you for all this length of time and all this stuff or is it almost impossible to do that at this point because of all of the social media that is available and being able to disperse whatever you want at any point that you want well the network holds the standards of confidentiality very seriously because they have a big investment in the show and we have literally had to remove the testicles of two contestants. Oh no! Year. Oh no! What were the what 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 were her names? Oh please! <laughs> I was going to say, you know, uh, what was great about that is that became those they became our mystery category of cook. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> Mountain oysters. Let me let me. <laughs> I think that the cigar has gotten to my brain at this point, Greg, and I may be really t- t- just speaking out of school here and saying things that you may not have me back. That, that could, no, that couldn't possibly be. Uh, we couldn't get to that point. Oh, oh, well, that's nice to hear. All I know is that it's been a mistake to light this thing up because now my apartment really stinks. <laughs> well, that's the one thing I've heard about these cigars is they do have a unique aroma. <laughs> Well, it's what I do when I'm actually barbecuing is I'll have um, a stogie or two because, frankly, I can't get enough smoke. But it just relaxes me. Some, some, some pitmasters like to have beers. This is what does it for me, and it just sort of makes it part of a day. And speaking to you also I find as satisfying as barbecuing. Well, I'll take that compliment. Thank you very much. Yeah, I would not miss the chance to be on your show. So it's a low and slow process, uh, sometimes with a chance of injection. I would say sometimes it's more low than slow. <laughs> right. Maybe low, a lot low, depending on what we're talking about. 
Um, my, right. dream, my dream, by the way, is still jo to join you in studio in Cleveland. I really want to do that. I know from time to time you're only a mere few hours away. Yeah, I really like, you know, my, I still have a brother who resides in central Ohio. So why don't I come into Cleveland for our next appearance, come to the show first, and yes. then I'll go down to Columbus. I'll get car service for you. Oh, now are you serious? Because then I'm coming. Yeah, of course. Are you kidding me? If I land at Cleveland Airport, you'll send a car? Car, I have I, I have a huge marketing allowance. You wouldn't believe it. Wow. And can it stop at a restaurant on the way to your studio? And can hey, I I'll cook you barbecue right here. I have 15 pits and grills, for crying out loud. I'll show you what barbecue tastes like. Forget about that Chris Lilly character. <laughs> <laughs> well, I listen, it's been uh, for a long time I've been dreaming of having some Cleveland barbecue, so honestly. Yeah, I mean, who has it? It's, you, if I had a dime for every time somebody told me that particular statement, I would be at least 5 or $6 richer, I swear to God. Right. How would you feel if we time my visit so that I come to the studio and you have your ribs waiting for me and I'll eat them during my studio visit and yes. judge you? That would be spectacular. And That's then a deal right there. We could fly in uh, a Tuffy Stone and Myron Mixon and uh, uh, whoever else I'm probably not allowed. No, she did say uh, Melissa Cookston. And then they can just all berate me right in my own house. And then the only way to get away from it is I'll have to leave my own house. And you can film it, and it'll be great. It'll be YouTube sensation. Um, I'm in. I can't wait. All right, uh, John. I mean, I mean, I'm sure of all the characters you mentioned, one of them is going to insist on being paid to make an appearance. Yeah. At least one of them. But uh, otherwise, I'd be more than happy to uh, listen. You don't need those other folks. I can judge you fairly and thoroughly. Of course. Uh, all right, yeah. John. Uh, hang out with me just let, for one second here. Okay, because Greg, I want to find out if you rap when we get back. All right, hold on. We'll uh, we'll see if I rap when I get back. Uh, John Mark is joining us here on the show. Uh, let me quickly do this read for uh, the good folks over at the Barbecue Guru, and then we will resume with John Marcus. We'll talk uh, a little bit more about the upcoming season of Barbecue Pitmasters. Uh, some of the other TV shows that are now uh, proliferating the uh, TV world as well. And we'll see uh, how it goes from there. Uh, folks, the Barbecue Guru, the longest-running sponsor of the show. Look, here's the bottom line. Uh, you're like me. You wish you had a full-time job in barbecue, but indeed you have to slave for the man between the hours of 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. You want to get some barbecue on the uh, cooker at home, but you're not going to be around to 10 pit temperatures or... Maybe you're a busy, you know, stay-at-home mom or dad, and you got kids to slept around to school. You got errands to run, grocery shopping to do. You want barbecue? No problem. The barbecue guru has your back in this regard. The unit that you put on your particular cooker, you set it to what temperature you want it to set the uh, pit at, and then magically through a microprocessor and fans, it keeps your pit temperature at 200 degrees or 250 or whatever. So all you have to do is put on a couple slabs of ribs or a pork butt. Or a brisket, set that pit temperature on the guru, and you're off and running to do whatever it is that you need to get done. Now, maybe you are super geek. You are super lazy. You're a super lazy geek. And you're cooking overnight, and you say, well, I don't want to get out of bed when it's cold and check to see where my pit temperature's at. And I want to see where my internal temperatures of my meats are. No problem. The CyberQ Wi-Fi has you covered there. As long as you have a Wi-Fi connection, you can take your smart device to bed with you. 
You log in through the interface, and now you can see where your pit temperature's at. You can see up to three meats and their internal temperatures. If you're cooking slow, you can ramp up the pit temperature. If you're cooking fast, you can ramp it back down. It also has the holding mode that everybody has come to know and love about the Barbecue Guru. It's absolutely fascinating, and it is the best seller over at the Barbecue Guru, the CyberQ Wi-Fi unit. And if you're looking for pits, they make the Onyx oven as well. That wins on the circuit substantially. And it's winning in the backyards. It's well fully insulated, holds the half and full pans for food service. Obviously, it's going to work seamlessly with all those Barbecue Guru pit temperature control devices. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, I have just become speechless. I didn't think that was possible. John, what are you doing? So uh, head on over to thebbqguru.com. That's thebbqguru.com. And uh, we will be back right after this with John Marcus. Stick around. We'll be right back. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, we are back. 877-448-0433. Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Rejoining uh, John Marcus in our uh, conversation here this evening. John, I, I must say, you're a pretty bold man out there these days. You, you must have you known the camera was just on me. That could have been, damn it. Oh, damn it. Was, <laughs> Greg, was the, I just assumed the camera was on you during that break. Was yeah, it, it on was. me as well? Well, it, it was on me, but I can see you through a different Skype program as well. I see. So in other words, had the camera been on me during the break... The audience would have seen that I'm not wearing pants. I was going to say, uh, you, they would see you doing your best imitation of Porky Pig Barbecue. Hello. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, so we're talking a little bit about this Barbecue Pitmaster show. Um, we have uh, judges still. We have the competitors. We're talking about Crescendo uh, this time around this season uh, compared to last season. I mean, it's... It seems now to have really taken on uh, quite a persona within the Destination America uh, channel. It seems to be like the, the favorite show. It's, it's getting renewed season after season. It's not this, we're here at this channel this season, and maybe we're off a couple seasons, and now we find a new home. Is this pretty much the, you guys are, are good to go for years to come? Is there like a, a multi-year deal eminent in the future, or is it still always season to season? Well, one of the things you learn about the entertainment business is nothing is for certain. And, you know, and uh, things trend and they get popular. Uh, uh, I mean, I've always said that Destination America is the perfect home for the show. And they, they've embraced the show and they're behind it and love it. But things change. You know, you never quite know. I think we take it a season at a time and hope that we perform for the network. Uh, hope that the audience doesn't tire of barbecue. But it just seems to be – have you know, have struck a chord uh, at the executive level as well as the audience level. So that's the formula, you know, for continued continued popularity. And uh, it's just lovely to have a home. You know, far be it for me, for you, uh, well, for me to say to you, don't you have any type of leverage to say, look, I'm doing my part. We're doing numbers that obviously are okay enough for them to continually renew you each and every season. How about getting on some more freaking uh, television distribution so people can actually see Destination America? W wouldn't that kind of help the whole deal as well? Um, what you're saying, you know, is logical and makes sense. 
the thing is, is that um, the television delivery system, in other words, the, the reach that Destination America has, that whole network, that whole deal is completely out of our grasp. We have, we have no control over it whatsoever. It, it, you know, it really has to do with the, um, just the, basically the delivery system within Discovery, uh, what the homes they have basically uh, purchased to be in as far as, you know, outreach. And it's just part of business. I mean, um, maybe they know exactly what level of popularity the show is going to have. And it's, it might be, be, it still may be growing. It may have plateaued. I, I really don't know. And, uh, you know, I think it's like, well, I'll, I'll tell you something. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a writer by trade. Yep. Barbecue's my hobby and the TV shows become uh, a business and a fun one at that. But I'm currently uh, at work on a play right now. I mean, I'm, I hope the barbecue fans will just indulge me for a second. But um, I've written a play with another writer named Mark St. Germain that is now running at good speed in uh, Chester, Connecticut. So any, any, any listeners and viewers in that area, it's called The Fabulous Lipitones. And it's the story of a barbecue, uh, of a barbershop. See, I only do things that start with B. <laughs> Um, and it's a barbershop quartet of uh, four, four guys who reside in a town like I grew up in London, Ohio, population 7,000 people. Right. And, and it, it's not about barbershop singing, but barbershop singing is the world that these guys live in. And it's a real story about culture clashes and about harmonizing and about uh, how we live and how we judge others. And it's a funny play with some serious undertones. The world of barbershop quartets is like barbecue in a way, although barbecue is a much larger subculture. It's like there are limits in, um, in an American interest of each of these things. And so they just all have a ceiling, you know. Um, and it's just natural that uh, not everyone's going to be into smoking meat. We just love it. You and I love it. And the people who do it love it. And we don't think about how many people are there. I mean, you might think a little more about it because of your show and outreach. And, um, but it's like we just are thankful for the people who are into it. So I can't tell you how it's going to be bigger or how they're going to make it bigger. They can make it only as big as they can make it. John Marcus joining us here on the show, uh, talking about the new season of Barbecue Pitmasters. That's going to air this coming Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Destination America. Obviously, check your local listings for your times in your areas. Uh, John, let's transition a little bit. Uh, we'll stay within the, the TV realm and the barbecue realm on TV. Uh, last night, there was a show called Smoked that uh, debuted, listed as a pilot. So at this point, it's just a one-off. Uh, obviously, the people that were involved are hoping that this is something that could be picked up. So, uh, you know, it's always 50-50 with you on other competing shows. It was a Destination America product. Um, did you watch it? No. You didn't? Do you not no. watch it for spite because it's, you know, I'm not part of it and this isn't what I want, so forget it? Or were you just busy or will you watch it later? Or Like, how does that whole dynamic work with you? Um, I think it's a topic that we best not discuss. Really? Yeah. Oh, is it, uh, it's that bad? No, it's not bad at all. I love anything that's, that's good for barbecue and features barbecue, but probably at this time, um, not really a topic, you know, to talk about. All right. John Marcus, not talking about smoke. Now, look, I watched it. 
And the overwhelming sentiment that I was getting from some Facebook people or whatever was that, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a little bit more of the same. And, but more than that, uh, this phrase kept coming up more and more. Same cast of characters. And my worry is this. If that's coming up from people that might be more on the peripheral of barbecue television, that they could become stale at this point. And I'm just like you. Anything that's good for barbecue on television, even if I don't like a format of the show, uh, I'm happy for people that I've interviewed on the show or they'll be able to promote their products or their wares or whatever. I like that part of the whole TV thing. But do you think that uh, there is a, a potential staleness aspect that could happen at a certain point? Um, I think that there are many wonderful personalities and characters out there and I've gotten to meet them and I, I have attempted to put all the ones that I find interesting on television. Some I haven't been able to, um, but I really feel there is a whole great richness to tap out there. And I only want those people to rise to the surface and get on TV. So I just want to say, I mean, it's really uh, uh, that's the only way that that televised barbecue is going to stay interesting to people is that we show new and we show, you know, colorful and we show diverse and we we show enthusiasm and passion. And we don't just show, you know, people that know how to run through the numbers of being on television. Right. Would you agree with that? Um. Yeah, my my gauge is my wife, so she suffers through what's watching. Funny, what's funny, Greg, about that is my gauge is her too. <laughs> hey, we got some. Just when I think we couldn't have any more in common, we have my wife in common. Thank God for that. You're, I was wondering who she was always talking about in her sleep. That makes sense now. Um, my gauge is my wife when we're because she has to suffer through it, and she's like, "Oh God, barbecue on television." I said, "Yes." Yeah. So I said, "You know, we're going to watch this new show." And as soon as the show came on, she's like, I've seen all these people already. She doesn't know who any of these people are. You know what's interesting, too, Greg, about not to interrupt, but these are all people that I've brought to television. Uh, no, I absolutely agree. So yeah. I think, you know, when we're watching your show and then if it's, you know, I don't say who's producing it or who isn't or whatever. We're just watching it. But she if she is not she is not in the subculture. She only is aware of it because she hears me talk about it from a distance in the family room before she goes to bed 20 minutes later. Right. Uh, but when it comes on the television, she says, I've seen all these people before. So that's why yeah. I guess that was the lead up to my last question was if she's noticing that, how many other people that are just like her that are tuning in to watch the theme of the show say, I've seen those people too? Well, um, I think uh, your I think your wife has a lot of wisdom uh, as, as a viewer would. I think she's someone who really is a great indicator of the things you're talking about because she doesn't have a dog in the fight, really. No. Except, except she's married to you. That's too that easy. Come, right? Yeah, that's too easy. I'll let it go. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, so I don't know why it's the cigar turns me into Don Rickles. I'm so sorry. Here, <laughs> hey, you we're know, good. I have a great deal of affection for you. You know uh, that. We're fine. <laughs> okay, good. Um, this will be my last appearance on Barbecue Central Radio, I, you know, it sounds like. Well, I hope not. Nevertheless. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think she's, she's, you know, let's say she's kind of a windsock. I always call people like a windsock that they are set, the, there to be listened to. And that's all I can say about it. I mean, I read a little bit about the show and I said, well, this is really interesting. All, these are all people that I brought to TLC, that I brought to the Outdoor Life Network, that I brought to uh, Destination America and to, the, and to CBS when we did the Ultimate Barbecue Showdown. And uh, I, you know, I, I found them working uh, with Lindsay Freed, who is someone who's really a wonderful executive producer on uh, Barbecue Pitmasters. So uh, that occurred to me. But, uh, you know, it's, there, it's, a, it's a big horse race out there, Greg, and there's room f- kind of for everybody. I don't know. Well, maybe um, is there an old adage of striking while the iron is hot? Um, you could use that one. <laughs> or, you know, something else. Pro- self-prostitution or whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> look. I mean, any you know. Uh, let, let, no, hold on a second. Let me let me ask a better question. Um, I'm going to just get in trouble the more I talk no, about. Let me it, let so me. This is this is a better question. Is are some of these people making a lot of money doing these shows? I doubt it. Because to me, you know, unless you're making a good amount of money, you know, there's there's other things that typically you would want to take into consideration, depending on how you're brought up in life. Uh, but look, if you're making you know a lot of money, and this is the only time you're in a window where you're going to be bankrolling a lot of stuff, maybe that's one thing. But if you're not making a lot of money, I don't know where the win is then at that point. Well said. All right. Very good. Uh, John, we have a couple minutes left. Uh, anything else that you would like to uh, promote? Or get? Yeah, certainly. I, I would like to just, you know, can I, can I put a couple of plugs in here? Yeah, please. Sure. I, I tweeted Barbecue Pit Masters. Uh, and um, those of you out there in, in, in Greg's audience who have further interest in uh, the Kings of Barbecue, Barbecue Kuwait, which is a 38-minute documentary about a trip of five pitmasters to Kuwait military bases to cook for the soldiers, um, I think what's going to happen after PBS is we're probably going to eventually, and I don't know when it's going to happen, but soon after, begin to offer this DVD for sale to people who would like to own it. And uh, it's a great story. And I'm, I think we're going to be able to price it like very, very reasonably. And we'll probably donate a portion of what you spend to uh, either the USO or to causes for the military. Uh, it's, I'm going to carefully choose uh, a, 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 you know, a charity that, that helps out our vets. Um, if you want to, um, get put on a mailing list, uh, you can send uh, an email to Greg, if that's okay, and then Greg will forward your email to me, and we'll get you on the list. That's absolutely fantastic. Will you be, like, selling this DVD yourself, or will you be, like, pushing through some type of a third-party deal? I think I'm going to uh, just um, uh, um, uh, get a hold of a small distributor to help me with the sale, so everything is done uh, clean and, and legal and, and responsibly. So uh, we'll make sure it goes through a, uh, a kind of a small distributor so that there'll be an entity set up for people to make the order, either through PayPal or through their, their credit card or whatever. Uh, and then uh, people were actually asking about uh, the musical, where, where they can check it out and some more information. I'm not kidding. 
Oh, I would really love people to come and I'd love to them to let me know if they're coming, Greg. So because I, I'm at every performance except the Saturday performances when I have to be back in New York City. So um, go to goodspeed.org. Uh, it's goodspeed, one word, dot org. And the play's called The Fabulous Lipitones. And you can see the remaining schedule Wednesday through Sunday when the play is playing. And if anybody comes to me through Barbecue Central to see the show, I will be there and I will buy you drinks in the lobby for coming through Barbecue Central. No way! All right! Look at you! Well... Man, I hope one day I can receive an email for somebody that actually takes you up on that offer. What do you think the chances uh, would, are? 5% it, chance? It, it would be like to have a barbecue person there. I've had plenty of barbershop people come. Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. They're <laughs> coming to check out the singing in the show. And I promise anyone who comes uh, a great time. The show is really funny, I must say. So we're... We found some fantastic actors who are Broadway actors to do our show. We have the great Danny Reticliano, who has been in Lion King for many years. We have Wally Dunn. We have D.C. Anderson. We discovered a great new talent, a young guy uh, named Rohan Camille. And uh, you will have a great t- I promise you if you come. And, uh, and you will have cocktails with me after the show in Connecticut. All right. Sounds absolutely fabulous. Uh, John Marcus joining me here on the show. And don't forget, you can check out the newest season of Barbecue Pitmasters coming up this Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Destination America. John, always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for coming on tonight. Uh, Greg, has the cigar been obnoxious or how's it worked for the interview? I got to admit, uh, as much as maybe your house and sheets won't like it, I think it's a whole new look. <laughs> Well, I know I'll spend the rest of the night coughing, so I'm glad I could do it. You got it. Well, I appreciate you doing it. Great. My, it's always a pleasure to be with you, Greg. I got to say, I enjoy it very much. I appreciate it. Have a great night. There he is. Thank you. Thank you. John Marcus. Did I hit a nerve? Get that big stuff out of here. You know, I don't like to be the guy that is not with all of the information. But damn it, I'll be damned if I don't have the name of the person that told me that uh, he was off the show this time. I'm going to have to go back through the archives. Also, we're not talking about Smoked tonight. Uh, John, what do you have to say about Smoked? Nothing. I'm sorry? Nothing. Are you sure you don't have anything to say about Smoked? Ain't nobody got time for this. All right. Sweet Brown talking for John. Uh, Folks... And let me talk to the ladies in the house. Ladies, are you uh, there? Let me tell you something. You know what's coming up here in a few short weeks? Father's Day. That's right. Uh, If I know Stephen DeFranco, by the way, the guest that we just had on, uh, John Marcus, Stephen DeFranco has helped him uh, outfit John with a spectacular uh, Bolova Precisionist watch. Um, That's what I'm actually uh, wearing right now, my Bola Precisionist watch. I have a good feeling these things are going to be on sale for at least 50%. So what you want to do, especially if you're out of town, go to the website, the BBQ, StephenDefranco.com. That's Stephen DeFranco, D-I-F-R-A-N-C-O, StephenDefranco.com. And call after you look at the inventory, 440-943-2700. 440-943-2700. Now, once you call him, ask for Steve. If, like, Nancy or Bill answers the phone, say, I'm calling for Steve. He gets on the phone, say, Steve, I listen to the Barbecue Central show every Tuesday. Rempy has told me to call in, get a huge deal on an Accutron watch. 
Precisionist, Bolova, whatever the case may be. He said it's going to be a huge deal for Father's Day. What can you give? So, first of all, watch the dollars fall off that retail price that he has to list on his website per the uh, manufacturer of the watch. Then, it's free engraving. For the watch, you get an extra year of warranty. So, instead of one year, you get two years. You get free engraving on the back of it if you want. Free batteries for life. We'll set the time for you. Doesn't matter what area code, he'll set the time for you. I mean, what more than you want from that? You want uh, jewelry for your husband? Maybe he wears an earring. Uh, get him a diamond earring. He'll get you those at a substantial discount. Uh, all you need to do is this. Go to the website, stephendefranco.com, or if you're around town, stop in right there at the corner of 91 and 84 in uh, the business district of Willoughby. Or call him, 440-943-2700. That's 440-943-2700. Ask for Steve. Tell me about the Barbecue Brothers Sister Hookup. And you're off and running it again, ladies. Don't miss out on the savings for Father's Day. A watch is a thing a lot of guys want. They just don't want to be the guy that buys that. You can buy it. You can save big money. You come out looking like a hero. Stephen DeFranco. All right, uh, we're going to wrap it up really quick right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, we're back. 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. A lot of people uh, emailed me say they want the DVD already. I don't have it. Four to John. Okay. Uh, if you want a copy of the DV or get on a mailing list to let you know when it comes out, you can uh, email me right now if you want. 440 943 2700. Email me, Greg, at the BBQ Hello. Little, uh, little crazy. And uh, let's see, where are we at? How much time? Two. That's nine. All right, we're good. Uh, let's wrap up. Why don't Let's call it a night. Got some post-production to do. Uh, by the way, if you don't get this show live, uh, get it on podcast. It's always up by 7 a.m. the next day. That would be Wednesday. Also, uh, Wednesday, tomorrow, go over to the samlivecast.com. And uh, just before the show tonight, I was a guest on the Sam Livecast. We were talking about the barbecue and grilling basics and my thoughts on some uh, fuels and whatnot. In the first hour, we had uh, Jennifer Brand. BBQMarketingMasters.com BBQMarketingMasters.com Grab some passes that are still left. Tune in Thursday, 8 a.m. to 6.30. Replays up to 10 days after the fact, but you need the passes, so sign up and get them. Also, Cal Phelps, Barbecue News, B-A-R-B-E-C-U-E News.com Sign up with subscriptions there if you want to. The world's most uh, largest, most largest. Uh, next week, we'll learn how to speak English, ladies and gentlemen. The world's largest publication dedicated to barbecue. And then the second hour, John Marcus for two segments talking about uh, the newest edition of Destination America's Barbecue Pitmasters, which he is on. Clint Cantwell said he didn't think he was on either, so somebody upper level. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, we also didn't talk anything about smoke. John got up and had no pants on, but nobody saw that except me. Quite frankly, I'm blind in at least one and a half of my eyes. And a little bit on, uh, you know, what's happening with the cast of television these days. Uh, until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Wait, wait. Raw cast iron. Season it each and every time. After you're done cooking it, a little bit of brush action, whatnot. 
Pam and Chris go. Also, September 11, 2001, I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.